welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com my name is abhishek and this issue's cover package is a fat one it's on the luxury goods industry joining me on the call for the first time is forbes india's panthi mehta kadakia who has anchored this issue hi panthi thanks for joining in hi abhishek thanks very much the package comes at a time when the news surrounding the economy isn't all that hunky dory in that we are recording this in a week where stock markets have plunged and rupee is at an all time low current account deficit is closing in on 3% of the gdp overall bad news all around in that even foreign investors are fleeing with billions of dollars and in that context how does it impact the super rich or those with taste who may not have the money but can save up and splurge on some of the items that this luxury issue covers So Abhishek uh, of course the luxury industry has seen uh, various hurdles over the past couple of years with uh, demonetization and then GST but largely the consensus is that India is of course a growing market for luxury we're seeing you know pockets of india that uh, weren't originally consumers of luxury that are cropping up and every day there's a new story to be told Of course there will be hurdles along the way but I think that uh, what brands from the brand's perspective this is uh, a market that's in it for the long haul so while things aren't all that hunky dory this week the story might be slightly different for people who already have the money and who aren't haven't lost all that much yet and uh, how much can uh, the industry change year after year it's one of the more popular issues at Forbes India what is this package about So this year what we wanted to do was you know instead of like when you see a luxury issue what a lot of publications do is give you like really nice pictures and listicles of the most expensive uh, yachts and the most expensive fashion things like that so what we wanted to focus on is the india story and uh, we wanted to look at uh, trends that um, you know are really shaping the luxury industry today and what we we found some really interesting insights for instance uh, towns like jabalpur or indore or even for the down uh, coimbatore are cropping up as centers for luxury so that's the tier 2 market is a, is a big uh, change that from previous issues and the other thing we found is that um, this is not uh, no longer a market that's being driven by old money or by people who you know have traditionally had families who have been you know consumers of luxury so it's no longer maharajas or just the super rich families of india but really young people people that have access to a lot more money now and access to also a lot i mean are more as aspirational now as well the millennials who we talk about uh, the millennials are driving the market in many many ways and uh, i think tier 2 tier 3 is quite an interesting one in that uh, uh, i quote from one of the articles which talks about amazon which sells more than half of uh, its precious jewelry to these uh, low tier cities and you mentioned jabalpur there was one piece where there are brothers about whom it's been written about and i quote and it's a very envious line uh, it says mayank 27 wants to take his ford mustang to the side aditya his brother insists on driving an audi q7 and the brothers settle for a third luxury car beetle now that's just showing off <laughs> i mean but that, that that appears to be a way of life in these places because i remember i mean i come from a town called kolhapur which is in maharashtra which in 2010 yeah. created a world record or at least an indian record for having the most mercedes benz uh, being sold on yeah. a single day tier 2 tier 3 are catching up big time in 
Absolutely. So what you're referring to, I think, is my colleague Rajiv Singh's story. Basically, what he has found that these cities, because of various factors, one of them is uh, online shopping. So a lot more people have access to brands. He's also talked about brands like Mobla. So Mobla went online earlier this year with Tata Click Luxury. And of course, it's an ultra luxury brand for pens and items that are not traditionally, you know, they're traditionally gifting items, not uh, not like a car that everyone aspires to buy, you know. So Mobla, when it went online, the first purchases came from across the country and not from metro cities at all. So that's one example. Otherwise, because of rising levels of entrepreneurship and um, aspirations because of social media and digital media, and of course, access to uh, money, you know, for younger people, younger people are uh, earning a lot more now. That's changing everything for tier two cities. And a lot of luxury brands are taking note of that. The products themselves are changing, are they? Your overview article that you've written, uh, Pankti, suggests that wherein sneakers was an item which suddenly has shown more interest among millennials, the term that you used, as opposed to, let's say, uh, luxury shoes of some other nature. What we're calling the sneakerization of the luxury industry is obviously just one example of how things are changing. When we look into that, uh, that particular example, of course, this is, as we said, a younger audience and one that is conscious about the statements that they make and the com- you know, comfort that they can afford. I think earlier this year, the design head of uh, Ferragamo Shoes had said that, you know, he ignored the sneaker trend when it started off, thinking that it won't become, it won't last in the luxury space. But now they are investing heavily into it because everyone wants to buy, you know, a statement pair of sneakers. And you're seeing them in offices, you're seeing them on runways, you're seeing them at Fashion Week, um, red carpets everywhere. It, It really is quite a fashion statement and it has been for a while. So that's obviously one such example of how the people who are buying luxury are changing things because they are also buying into the experience, right? So if they can get a statement pair of shoes that is gives the affords them the comfort <laughs> while making a statement as grand as that, um, then yeah, that that's that's who this generation is. One topic which is an all-time favorite is that it, it won't change perhaps for many many years is that of luxury hotels. You have done a longish piece on that. What did you find out? I looked at how luxury travel is changing in the sense that, as you said, because there are uh, there's a whole new audience to target. And this audience is a lot more brand agnostic for our parents generation. Perhaps, you know, if they were Taj loyalists, then they probably stay at a Taj regardless of uh, where they're going. But this is a generation that's checking TripAdvisor reviews and looking up multiple things, activities to do before they travel. And they're much more interested in the experiences that these properties can offer. So what I've looked at is um, uh, ultra luxury hotels within India that are doing interesting things to attract uh, millennials. So there's one hotel that uh, has, you know, a Chudel trail (laughs) around Jaisalmer, which obviously isn't a conventional offering for a luxury hotel to provide. But it has a lot of takers. And we also spoke about this hotel in the Maldives, the Conrad Hotel which uh, actually gives people the option to book an Instagram butler 
for a few hours and this Instagram butler basically follows you around the island and it shows you the best places to take photos, the best angles, the lighting, you know, yoga poses that uh, might get you more likes in the photos. So so it's all quite like quite a bit uh, tailored to towards social media as well, because everyone wants to go where no one else has gone and do what no one else has done. One can... Uh you know, justify uh, having fun uh, in these swanky hotels. But uh, I was quite uh, surprised to read uh, a piece on luxury hospitals. Uh, or maybe, it, it, forgive my uh, ignorance, I hadn't known that there are hospitals which have artworks, fountain, mall, retail outlets and a lounge. That itself is a big industry, is it, to be, to be tapped for at least a certain class of audience in India? For a certain segment, definitely. And it comes back to wanting experiences that, um, you know, justify the money that you're paying for a service. So, yeah, these these hospitals have gone um, as far as to, you know, provide you five-star amenities in their suites. Uh, there was a campaign recently to, you know, offer luxury car rides to patients uh, to go to and from the hotel and movie theaters for, you know, for your family to <laughs> entertainment while they're there. That is a growing uh, space for sure. And we've seen uh, a few examples that have cropped up lately. As long as there is no smell of betadine or spirits, that is luxury <laughs> for me, meaning at least for the common man. So that, that's a definition <laughs> yes. of a good you know, hospital. Some of the other highlights, uh, Pankti, that you could... Uh, what are some of the other highlights that our listeners can expect very briefly? Sure. So uh, there's another story that my colleague Hari Chandan Arakli has done on how uh, luxury hotels are bringing in robots to do room service and uh, bring you your laundry, things like that. And we're also looking at uh, the pre-owned car market, which is also fascinating because uh, this is an online company that offers, you know, everything from Rolls Royces to Bentleys uh, online secondhand of course but uh, almost 40 percent of their customers don't even come to look at the car they're paying you know up to four crore rupees and they're okay to look at photos and just do that online and we also have some uh, a couple of food stories where we're looking at uh, how Kashmiri morels are becoming uh, like the, the new truffle and getting their space uh, in the spotlight and what the process is to get these really rare mushrooms. And, and the last couple of ones, Pankti, which is one item from any of these stories that you would have picked? Sure. I think um, if I had the money, I would uh, probably love to have the luxury cars. But uh, what I would really pick is, I think, the holidays. I mean, they sound really fascinating and things that uh, you didn't know existed. So, yeah, I'd love to be served by a robot and I'd <laughs> love to have an Instagram butler follow me around. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. I, I, I'd not mind getting sick uh, when I, whenever it is that I do and, and check myself into one of those luxury uh, yes, resort-like uh, hospitals. Well, uh, Pankti, yes. uh, thank you very much for your time on this one. And it's a fascinating issue and uh, urging all, all our listeners to go through this. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks so much, Abhishek. And, and all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818. 